Good afternoon. Welcome to Impact Radio with your hosts, Mark and Veronica Lugo, here on your station, KDRY AM 1100. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in again this week on Impact Radio. We are excited to be with you today, and I'm excited to, to introduce to you our guests today. Uh, you know, they're not they're not only guests, but they're, they're family. You know, as a body yeah. of Christ, we come together as, as a family, and it's not us four no more. Yeah. There is a body of Christ throughout the city, in our church, throughout the city, and, and throughout the state, throughout this world. So it's, it's, it, we, we got to be in, embraceive of our other brothers and sisters. Is that right? Amen. So, so I, I want to introduce to you, many of y'all already know them, but um, our brother Gene Hildebrand. Welcome to Impact Radio. Hey, man. Glad to be here. Yes, and we have uh, Pastor David Brown. Welcome. Thank you, sir. Good to be here. Yeah, so we are. He called me sir, and we're the same age. So I don't know. I, I got to call him out on that. It's just the way. You, it's just the way he was raised. His I'm from the, the south. I'm I'm military. My father was military. It's stuck in there. It's not going anywhere. No, I, I got you. I, I'm just giving you a hard time. You know, like bro- right. brothers would do. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we got some. They, they have some amazing uh, information to to get out to you guys, and it's very imperative that we connect as a body throughout this city and connect and to be you know you know forced to be reckoned with you know we're stronger and better together and we we need the entire body of christ you know if you have received christ in your heart you know you can pray you can and prayer is a conversation with god and you bring you bring before him uh, a concern you bring before him uh you know the whatever issues are at hand and and you you bring them to the feet of jesus and it, you know, it's, it's, it becomes his problem, right? You know, it's, it's, it's his, we surrender to him and, and it, it's all his. And uh, we, we, we reach out to him and through prayer and that then God will intervene and more in, and there's power in prayer. There is, is power in, um, you know, just combined efforts in prayer. You know, can you imagine all of San Antonio crying out to Jesus and saying, Lord, have your way in this city. You know, that's yeah. the goal and that's the revival that we're all waiting for. And he always uses a remnant. So we're reaching out to you guys and we, we want to, um, you know, uh, Gene, uh, you know, or or David, talk to us about uh, 10 days of prayer and, and what, what God is doing through that and, and how is it connected throughout the nation? Um, 10 days of prayer is a global movement. Uh, you can find the website at 10 days, the numerals one zero. Dot net so 10days.net and uh, find the full scope of the vision but it's about 12 or 12 or 14 years old uh, San Antonio this is our fourth year doing it together as a city um, it's been such a blessing for our city mm-hmm. to um, establish not just a rhythm of prayer but a rhythm of unity and so as we all have our own separate ministries and we are all focusing on, you know, the portion of the wall, so to speak, that's in front of us and yeah. we're building what's in front of us, it's really important to have these rhythms as a city, um, whether it's a monthly rhythm, an annual rhythm, to come together in unity. So 10 Days really at its heart is a unity movement. Mm-hmm. Um, the scope of vision, though, is massive. We have mm-hmm. not seen what we're desiring for 10 Days, not just San Antonio, but globally. As many cities all over the world are joining us during uh, the 10 days of all on the Jewish calendar dates from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur every year. And um, the vision was given to a man named Jonathan Frizz. He lives in New England now Mm -hmm. and uh, heads up 10 days 
as far as just the global organization of it. Wow. But he saw a vision from the Lord of a city completely enveloped in the glory of God. Mm-hmm. What he noticed about the vision is everyone shut down business as usual. The government was shut down. Wow. The businesses were shut down. The churches were shut down. The schools. Everyone stopped doing what they were doing to gather together for the Lord and seek the Lord. And so it's been his passion to see and work towards a city and multiple cities coming together and responding to the Lord in that way. Yeah. And so we're pressing forward towards a, a massive vision, really, until the return of Christ. Yes. Um, to see a movement of prayer, repentance, mourning. And I know that's not a, uh, <laughs> a, a fun topic for many, but it's a biblical topic nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And so to see these things put back to the table um, as we repent, as we come together to mourn, like knowing joy comes in the morning mm-hmm. and doing it with a unified voice to really see what we see in the book of Acts, like a people of one mind and of one heart and one spirit um, really pursuing this. And I believe we're going to see it before the return of Christ. Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I believe it. And in, in, in we need um, every able body, you know, every Christian to, to wrap, wrap their minds around this and, mm-hmm. and take this 10 days on. Amen. You know, one of the things that I, I really get excited about the 10 days event is is there's 10 days uh, occurring in 10 different churches mm-hmm. with 10 different congregations, and all of them are coming together through this process uh, of building not just a, a unity, but collaboration and alliances and coalitions, you know, that bring us together in a, in mm-hmm. a very powerful way. And I really love that about the 10 days uh, event, you know, and how it's structured in that way. It hasn't mm-hmm. always had that structure. And that's something else that I kind of like about 10 days is that every year I think that they're really seeking the face of God to determine what the structure will look like for that year. Mm-hmm. But the structure <clears throat> that is in place for this year is is really, really exciting to me. Yeah, I really enjoy going to the different churches because what we're seeing is traditional folks or charismatic folks and mm-hmm. people kind of in between and don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, really be able to see past our preferences for outward forms. Mm-hmm. and yeah. recognize Christ is here. So for the charismatic to go to a liturgical or a conservative place to really encounter the Lord there mm-hmm. and almost be shocked, like, wow. Because, I mean, even our, the freest charismatic, we have our preferences for outward forms, and it's shown in our desire for freedoms <laughs> and different yeah. things. And so to see past these things and to really just fall in love with one another um, and truly become the body of Christ in the city... Well, and the churches where the, the uh, event is taking place <clears throat> are, are really strategically positioned around the city, too. And awesome. so, so you've got north side, south side, east side, and west side all represented. You know? yes, yes, sir. So we're one community, mm-hmm. and, and all of the community, all of the various parts of the community are represented uh, in the churches that are hosting the event. Yeah, and that's what I love is what San Antonio sh- shows as a model is that, uh, you know, it's it's not common for a city to come together like this. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you know, it is happening in other places. You know, we, you know, we, we've we've heard of it and we've we've seen it. Right. But, 
uh, it's amazing to see in San Antonio, and uh, it's it's sad in my heart when it doesn't happen in certain cities, and they they mm. desire it so you know so much. But this is a model. This is a model city, and it's been prophesied many times and been shared that San Antonio is going to set the the tone for the rest of the world. You know, and, and it's it's exciting to see. Uh, you know that happening with the north, south, east, and west for a couple of years now are coming together. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, what's right for San Antonio biblically. Amen. And you know we're never going to uh, <coughs> see the kind of transformation in our community until uh, we have embraced uh, the Spanish-speaking community and mm -hmm. and made elevated. Mm -hmm. the, the Spanish-speaking churches uh, to prominence and significance mm -hmm. in the community. Uh, because, I mean, that just goes all without saying, really, because the, the Spanish-speaking population is so large, you know. Yeah. And, and we have to uh, embrace and include those communities as well. Yeah, that's about 70% of the city yeah, is, is, is Hispanic, you know, Latinos. So, so. so we can't do what we need to do in terms of transformation without that element. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. So the, the t how can people connect with the 10 days of prayer? You know, the, you know, um, can you give us the link or the, the website or maybe your Facebook page where they can get more information? Yeah, so there's kind of the Mothership website that covers the global movement, 10days.net. Uh, we're linked on that website, but okay. you can find us on Facebook as 10 Days San Antonio. And you can pull up the current schedule that we have active going on for this year's program and the following years. Okay. Um, so that you'll be able to join us each night. And so we have nightly prayer meetings, mm -hmm. and then we're having a day retreat. And then there's some other things going on in the schedule as well that you'll be able to see what you can participate with. Okay. Um, our cry to... Uh, folks that would seek to be a part of 10 days is not just to go to your church's night not just to pick your favorite night but mm -hmm. to actually set aside 10 days to seek the lord because we see this time in um, cooperating with the jewish calendar and the feast mm -hmm. dates um, to pick up the spirit of what the lord intended that it would be a time of repentance and reflection and and joy would come out of that and so we want individuals to embrace the 10 days of seeking God together mm -hmm. for the sake of doing a deep work. So it's like you're not giving your car over to an oil change that takes 20 minutes, but you're actually doing a deep engine overhaul on yourself and mm -hmm. coming out literally different. Mm -hmm. And establishing this rhythm is such an important part of, uh, of who we are. So like imagine the best amazing altar experience that you had and just encounter the Lord there at the altar and our best altar times last like, you know, a, a few minutes, maybe an hour if it was really radical. But imagine like a 10-day altar for the Lord where you mm. consecrate yourself and set yourself apart unto the Lord. You fast food, you consecrate yourself from Facebook and media and really mm. press in and participate with uh, the things that are on the schedule. We're talking revival right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> seeking the face of God. Hey, well, one of the things that's kind of cool for, for me is that the 10 days encompasses the first day of, or the first Sunday of October when the life chain event occurs uh, across the country. Life chain is a national event that has been ongoing for over 30 years now. Okay. And, uh, and San Antonio has been there 
really from the very beginning. This is the 32nd annual Life Chain SA event wow. here in San Antonio. Uh, coming up the first uh, first Sunday of October from 2 to 3 p.m. Okay. Um, it starts, the, what we're referring to as the traditional life chain, begins on San Pedro Avenue at Loop 410, and then just continues south on San Pedro for as far as the number of people will take the chain. Okay. Um, but <clears throat> this year, we're, well, actually last year, we began to... Uh, do something a little different and have continued that this year and it's really growing and I think it's a really a positive uh, uh, thing in that we recognize again that not everybody uh, is is living near San Pedro and Loop 410 and mm -hmm. it may be more convenient for them if there was a life chain in some other parts of the city. And so we've encouraged uh, local churches to host their own life chain events uh, along the campuses, around the campuses of their churches. Mm -hmm. And so this year we have about eight different churches who are doing that, who are wow. hosting their own event. And so again, that allows us uh, to to be represented on the on the west side, on the east side, on the south side, as well as the traditional life chain on the north side. Okay. So if people want a list of those locations and churches, they can simply go to lifechainalamoarea.com. Okay. And there will be a, a, a list of locations. So we've got one on, as an example, Village Parkway Baptist Church and the Calabra 410 area. We have... Uh, uh, <clears throat> Living Word and the Refuge Church on Fredericksburg Road between Wurzbach and Medical Drive. Uh, the River of Life Church is on South Cross uh, mm -hmm. on the southeast side of San Antonio. So there's just a variety of uh, uh, locations that people can select from and participate. One of the things, uh, Mark, that <clears throat> I think when we talk about a pro-life event, mm -hmm. immediately walls tend to go up and there's some defenses that people uh, uh, put up, you know, because they, right. they think their, their biases and their preconceptions are, you know, having protests and pickets yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and people getting arrested, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and there is nothing further from the truth. And so I would invite people to come and experience and observe for themselves so that they can see firsthand that this is a peaceful, prayerful rally mm -hmm. of believers standing united. Again, that, 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 term united yes. comes up, standing united to protect and defend the sanctity of life. Amen. And this is, this is a moral issue, Mark. You know, so many people, again, resist participating in things like life chain because they go, well, that's political and I don't mm -hmm. want to get political, you know, right. but, but, but it's really not a political issue. It's a moral issue. Mm -hmm. And if the church can't stand, uh, on the side of righteousness when it comes to a moral issue, what can we take a stand for? Yeah. yeah. And while we have the opportunity to do so, Amen. you know, the freedom to do so. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we, need to, we need to take, take advantage of that. That's right, brother. Absolutely. So, so the um, you know we're we're definitely a pro life ministry, and uh, we believe in 
and doing something. You know, everybody can do something. Yes. And, and these things that when it comes to bringing the body together, you know, they're, they're great opportunities for us to do that one something or that, you know, you know, maybe once a month, you know, depending on what's going on that month, it's good that maybe even even just put this goal out to everybody. Get involved with something in the city at least like six times a year. And that's yeah. once every other month, two hours, an hour, you know, where you just connect with the rest of the body of San Antonio and uh, how much powerful that would be. Amen. So I, I totally agree. We, we need to take small incremental steps, you know, to transform the city. Yeah. You know, it, it, we always talk about transformation and then we look at these great big kind of events to, to make that happen. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm convinced that it, it, it's more likely to occur as all of us take one step. Yes. Just take one step, man. Exactly. And get off of the curb of the campus of the church and into the streets of the city and and become active in something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and there's I mean there's I mean, we can give many examples of how to do that in just uh, you know, re- reaching your neighbor. You know, I've always yeah. uh, I looked at outreach, you know, about 9 years ago, you know, was wanting to you know, to, to do more, you know, for the Lord outside the church. And I didn't know how to exactly how to go about that. And my, my pastor, he says, well, why don't you start with your neighbor? And I'm like, that is so profound. There you go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you start with your neighbor and reaching out to that? And yeah. that just led to, to incredible, incredible stories of what God's done through the ministry. And, you know, he's been able to touch lives through uh, just one person or two people stepping out and just loving on their neighbor. So, uh, you, know, you know, another thing that people, people will often resist participation in a, in an event like life chain is because they see the signs and they go like, well, I don't want to hold a sign. Well, guess what? You don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. have signs available at mm-hmm. the event, you know, uh, for people that do want to have signs. Uh, but it's perfectly okay. In fact, it may even be preferable if people just take a stand on the sidewalk and bow their head and pray for an hour. Right. You know, just pray for the unborn. Pray for our legislatures and 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 those in authority. Pray for our nation uh, that that this will turn around. and And I do see momentum on our side. Mm-hmm. You know, for yeah. example, we we know that heartbeat bills have been passed in mm-hmm. in a number of states. You know, where if you did detect a heartbeat of the child. He cannot perform an abortion, and that's an obvious positive step in the right direction. Unfortunately, Texas is not one of those states. Yeah. And so we have a lot of work to be done here at the local level mm-hmm. to continue to persuade our representatives that this is something that, uh, that we desire. Yeah, our legislators stayed low profile on the issue this time around in legislation. So mm-hmm. uh, we need to pray that they, uh, just some other states have taken some bolder steps. Yeah. You know, some have gone completely left, you know, and, and just. And you'd you know, think that Texas would lead leading the way. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, I mean Texas, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Bible Belt, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I was I was expecting a lot more. So, it, so there's definitely more work to be done. And what better way to do that in, in prayer? And so, uh, David, why is it so important, you know, to to have unified prayer? My ultimate reason 
is really a missing aspect of the heart of David. And I say missing, it wasn't missing in David, but it's missing in us, Mm -hmm. is the focus of ministry to the Lord and setting people before the Lord for the Lord's sake. Like he enjoys us. He likes us there. He delights Mm -hmm. in it. And this is why he fought for David on David's behalf, like every single time delivered him. Even when David fell in sin one time, Hmm. the Lord was faithful to deliver him, even from the consequences of his own actions that followed in the decades to come. And so the Lord continued to fight for him. But it's interesting, at the end of his life, David said, like, God didn't make me king for my own riches, honor, and blessing. (laughs) He made me king for the sake of the people. So... What he got in the wilderness and pursuing the heart of the Lord and ministering to the Lord, the Lord put him in a leadership position to begin to pull the whole nation of Israel up into a corporate experience of what he had privately. And so the Lord put him there and the deliverance after deliverance after deliverance, he says at the end of his life, the Lord delivered me because he delighted in me. Mm. And so that revelation of the Lord's delight over his people that Jesus prayed in John 17, three, like, I want them with me where I am, Father. I want them to see my glory and I want them to love me just like you, Father, love me. Yeah, And yeah. David captured that heart so well. He prayed in Psalm 27. He's like, this one thing I want. And, and get a load of this in Psalm 27, like an army is camped around him. Mm-hmm. Like imagine ISIS surrounding this neighborhood right now or whatever the Islamic caliphates, their name by it at this moment. But like imagine the Islamic caliphate surrounding this neighborhood. Like what would our prayers look like? Well, here's what King David's prayer looked like. One thing I ask of the Lord, this one thing I will seek to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to Mm -hmm. behold his beauty and inquire in his temple, to basically be that prayer, the answer to Jesus's prayer of John 17. I want them with me. The surrounding army didn't even get an acknowledgement. It's like, they're (laughs) a bunch of pipsqueaks. I just want to be before the Lord. And so for me, there's a lot of really cool things that happen in prayer. Yeah, there's power in prayer. The Lord answers prayer. But the central foundational issue is I am fighting for the Lord's inheritance, that Jesus would get his inheritance in the nations. And that is the hearts of the people being his fully alive in the first commandment so that we can actually do the second commandment well. Amen. Yeah, that's, that's good right there. That's, that's good, good preaching, right? Yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> And the um, you know going back to the um, you know the ten bra- ten days of prayer, uh, those are they happen with Yom Kippur and uh, tell us to Rosh Hashanah. So it falls in with the fall feasts um, every year, and so the our calendar dates shift from year to year. But uh, right. if you're able to mark your calendar every year for Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. and know that those are the ten days of all associated with the Jewish New Year as well, and so. Um, me being a, a Gentile who Paul says is a Jew inwardly, um, I really honor the law. I want to honor our Jewish roots mm-hmm. um, while at the same time like seeing Paul's warning. like If you pursue the fleshly ordinances, you fall in from grace and circumcision, for instance, becomes of no value to you. So my focus um, in honoring the law is truly being the kingdom of priests, a New Testament mm-hmm. kingdom of priests, the living stones being brought together to offer a spiritual sacrifice mm-hmm. to the Lord. And so I think uh, it's a healthy way to honor the Jewish roots of the faith. Right. Um, and then just walk into the spirit of what those feasts were, mm-hmm. were to be just a feast before the Lord and a feast on the Lord. 
yeah, and together so these, as a the, corporate people. Yeah, so these are responsibilities, yet they bestow blessings, you know, lining up with Israel and also, on, you know, the people of God. T talk to us about those the blessings of God on, on, on just kind of lining up with, with those feasts. Um, I don't typically, personally, look at the actual calendar dates. Yeah. Um, I associate that with the uh, fleshly ordinance. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I'm after in the calendar dates and the movement is as a whole is honoring our Jewish roots, but at the same time, instead of looking at just the outward forms of things, mm -hmm. like really going into the spirit and the substance and the heart of what even the Levitical law was. And I think the heart of David is, again, something that captures that very well because he pulled on aspects of the New Testament priestly people before, well before his time, yeah. as we understand it. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, so tell us, so then um, tell us ways that there's probably some people just tuning in just now. Uh, how can they connect with the 10 days of prayer and the, uh, the pro-life, you know, the, the rally that's taking place? Again, you can find us at 10 days, the numerals 10, 10days.net uh, for the global website. You can find San Antonio's page on there. And then we're also on Facebook as well. So if you just search on Facebook, um, 10 Days San Antonio. But then uh, this year, we always look during the 10 days, what else is going on in the city mm -hmm. that we can help prop up? And so that uh, this year is the life chain and uh, and some other things. But I'm here with Gene, so yeah. tell us about the life chain. Yeah, amen. Well, um, you, you can get more information about life chain at lifechainsa.com. Uh, and also at uh, lifechainalamoarea.com. And so the um, you know these these two different events that are taking place um, throughout the city, and also these are annual events that they can mm -hmm. connect with. Yeah. So it's definitely um, you know still there's still plenty of time where you can connect this year, and and then uh, you know mark it in your calendars every year to connect uh, because this is one one way that we can be you know come together as the body of Christ. You know, for a city and for the children, and, and you know, for for this nation, even for our own families, you Amen. know, coming coming together corporately. Uh, you know, so just uh, you know, we have we have a little bit of time here. Um, tell us about you know just the uh, how did y'all get involved with with uh, the life chain? Yeah, well, life chain is uh, I've been involved for the last five years <clears throat> with life chain SA. And, uh, uh, and I've also been involved with uh, 10 days uh, for the last three Since years we began, or yeah. so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, <clears throat> and so these events really occur during the same period of time and really kind of in one sense sort of overlap each other. Okay. And this year it just made sense uh, to me and to David and to all of the people serving on the steering committees of both events that we uh, merge in a sense or coalesce or create an alliance of these two events uh, and kind of fold uh, life chain into the 10 days events and by the same token kind of fold 10 days into the life chain event. And, and I think that very fact mm -hmm. demonstrates a kind of unity that we need to see a whole lot more of yes, sir. Uh, throughout our community. So it's not a matter of conducting two separate events entirely. It's also a matter of working together with other events taking place to maximize the impact. 
Amen. Well, that's that's all our time for today. Uh, um, I just want to just uh, thank you for tuning in. For just want to say thank you for tuning in to uh, hearing all about uh, these two events that are taking place that happen annually. Uh, with uh, you know, we've been been listening to Gene Hildebrand and Pastor uh, David Brown, and uh, they're just two incredible men that are that said yes to Jesus, and Amen. they they they're not going to stay quiet. They're going to give share that message Praise until the, the whole world knows. Amen. So, guys, that's all our time today. So, again, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, we will see you here, there, or in the air. This is Gene Hildebrand with Engage SA in partnership with Mark Lugo Ministries, bringing you an exciting announcement. The 10 Days of Prayer event is kicking off September 29th with meetings occurring both day and night through October 8th. Meetings will be held in different churches across the city each night. 10 Days of Prayer in 10 churches with 10 congregations. 10 Days of Unity. 10 Days of Knowing God and Seeking the Face of Jesus. This message is in partnership with Mark Lugo Ministries.